Welcome to Groundbreakers from Four Construction Pros, the podcast that highlights the innovative equipment, technology, companies, and individuals that are breaking new ground in the construction industry. In this premiere episode, Equipment Today editor Brecky Schultz talks with Dr. Ray Gallant, Vice President of Product Management and Productivity at Volvo Construction Equipment. He discusses the trends influencing construction's move towards electrification, the strides Volvo CE is making in research and development in this area, and the innovative equipment we will soon be seeing on construction job sites. Let's break new ground with Becky and Dr. Gallant now. Ray, Volvo as a global organization has been what might be seen as a front runner in the movement toward electrification in both the on-road and off-road applications. Can you talk about that and some of the global trends and initiatives that are behind that movement? Uh, Certainly. Uh, As you said, uh, Volvo has been working on this for quite a while, so this is not new to Volvo. We've been working in this direction for for decades now, actually, in terms of our research and development and the trends we see in the industry going forward. So there's four basic major trends that we see that are driving this shift towards electromobility or electrification um, in our industry and in many other industries as well. So the first of them is obviously the one that everybody talks about is the drive towards sustainability. And that means sustainability for uh, environmental reasons and to have environmentally friendly products, uh, for social reasons to make sure we're delivering uh, the things we should deliver to our customers, to our employees, to our stakeholders, and being good corporate social citizens, but also the economic dimension to make sure that this companies and the developments we're doing are sustainable economically uh, for society in general, for the economy in general, and for our companies as we go forward. The second major driver is that of political instability or political changes uh, that we see going on around us. And that's a reflection of the changing societal needs and societal demands. So we're seeing uh, government programs come out and government initiatives come out. There's a recent one came out where 15 states and the District of Columbia committed to being 100% electric driven or emission free, I should say, Uh, by the year 2050. So those are major initiatives that if we're going to meet those targets or even come close, uh, industries and and technology and research has to get behind it to to make those a reality. Sure. The third trend, which is very interesting, is that of urbanization. So what we're seeing is a movement of people from urban country type settings into the cities and this is going on for the last 50 years and is expected to continue for the next uh, foreseeable future. So in 1950, UN estimates that 30% of the population was uh, agrarian based and six, or 30% was urban based, 60% or 70% was agrarian. And now it's switched by 2050, they think that it'll be 68% will be urban-based. So what that means for us is that where you're growing your food and extracting the raw materials and processing raw materials, all that work is going to have to be done by 30% of the population and feed two-thirds of the population in the cities, which is the exact reverse of what it was 100 years earlier. Certainly. So that's a massive change in 
terms of transportation, in terms of processing, in terms of where we see the work going. And the final trend, of course, is technology. As these technologies develop, we are able to produce efficient, uh, workable electric machines that we couldn't have done even just 10 short years ago. So looking specifically at the construction industry, what influence do you see these, very, these four key initiatives having on the equipment that's going into it and the processes on the job site? Well, the, the exciting thing to me about innovation is that, by definition, innovation opens up new opportunities and ways of using the equipment and ways of doing the jobs that we do today. So, and the exciting thing about that is our customers will be the ones that discover a lot of those and bring them forward. So, we're going to see new applications for this equipment because they're silent, because they're emissions-free they're going to be put into jobs and be able to do jobs that we can't do today with conventional diesel equipment. So that to me is the really exciting thing and the shift that we're going to see. So I often get questions about electrification in, in terms of how it compares to diesel, uh, diesel pieces of, in the equivalent. Um, but the really exciting things when you start talking to customers about what they can do with machines that are completely silent and very clean and what new applications they can see those going into. And when they get thinking about that in terms of their jobs, uh, that's where the real shift starts to happen. So to me, the, the future is not so much how we do today's jobs better but also how we can do new jobs and what new technologies are going to come along and and complement these these starting points. Ray, I'm just curious what how this has all influenced Volvo construction equipment and um, its research and development in these areas. Actually, I think it's been very good for Volvo. It, it forces us to keep our R&D uh, very focused on what society needs what the the trends are going forward so it's not research for research sake or to discover new things it's research to solve a problem that society has so i think it's very good for us to always keep that in mind as we're doing research and developing new products when you take a, a more holistic view of this step back and say okay where do we need to be in 20 or 30 years whatever you quickly realize that there is no one technology or single answer to these these problems. It's going to be a number of different technologies, a number of different companies uh, coming together and figuring out new and better ways to do what they do today, plus do new applications at the same time. So that's the, I think the good influence is no longer companies working in their own little R&D initiatives. It's a industry-wide, uh, society-wide uh, efforts to move this forward, and every company plays plays a part in that movement. Certainly, I, I agree. And I, it's interesting because Volvo has had some very unique projects that it has launched um, in the past couple of years, especially uh, that are exploring um, the concept of e-mobility and automation in off-road applications. Can you talk, just give us a bit of an update on that and some of the lessons that have come out of that? Uh, certainly, certainly. You can kind of look at what Volvo's been doing in two different streams of, of development. So we, 
we've done a lot of work over the last few years on uh, site uh, automation and site electrification. And we ran uh, what got quite a bit of coverage was the what we call the electric site in Sweden, where we basically took a quarry, an actual working quarry, and electrified uh, all the machines on that quarry and then ran the the operation using the same production rates that conventional machines were doing to see how the electrified site would stack up to that. So we had automated machines, we had grid-connected machines, we had battery-powered machines, we had um, hybrid machines, we had a number of different things on site. And what we proved and what's very exciting about that is we proved that technology has matured to the point where you can be competitive with a conventional site and you can take advantages of some of the efficiencies and some of the benefits of this new technology can bring to the work site. So we were able to reduce the number of people on site that increases the safety. We reduced the emissions by 98%. We were actually more cost competitive than a conventional job site and produce the same amount of output. So it was a very, very good test in terms of the results. And the benefit of doing a site-wide view is you, if you can gain small efficiencies across the site, it of course adds up to very big efficiencies in your output. The second stream is of course what we're doing with individual machines. So producing machines that are electrically driven they have unique characteristics. So they can do the same job as a conventional machine, but you can also go into work that needs a very quiet machine or needs a, an emissions-free machine, and we can do those jobs as well. So that's the second stream is the individual machine path and electrifying and connecting and automating that, that uh, stream. So really how realistic is it that we're going to see this type of equipment electrified equipment automated equipment emerging on construction job sites in the near future so very realistic we're uh now commercializing our first site so we did the test site in in sweden the electric site uh now we're going through with the the first commercial site we're putting it into operation and we'll follow that up with additional sites. Now these of course are very custom uh, jobs because you're working on all the machines on a site uh, at the same time and getting, uh, changing many things in the site. Uh, but that is coming right now as we speak, that is being put in starting in 2020 and going forward. And as far as electric machines, we'll be launching our first two uh, battery-powered compact piece of equipment in uh, next year in 2021 in North America. So as of August 19th, we opened a, a pre-booking portal on our website, volvoce.com, uh, where you're able to go in and actually reserve a spot in line for one of the first uh, electric machines off the line. So the L25 electric, which is a compact wheel loader, or the ECR 25 compact excavator. So you're actually able to book those uh, in advance, put a deposit down and guarantee that you have the one of the first few off the line. That's, that's amazing that we're so close to coming to that level of um, actual production of uh, electrified machines and seeing those on job sites. 
I'd like to know what some of the common questions you get about the performance of these machines and owning and operating costs and um, how that all factors into um, the decision to, to utilize this type of equipment on a construction site. Of course, I get a lot of questions, as I said, on how these machines compare to conventional machines. and usually that the answer to that is they compare very well they, they they basically can do the same duty cycle as a conventional machine they have the same power uh the same digging ability same digging depth you know all those things are common with the uh conventional machines which is the platform that they we use for the electric machines um but what again what gets really interesting is when you start talking to customers about the unique features of an electric machine so not only can it do everything a diesel does it can do other jobs that a diesel can't do and when they get thinking about that that's where the really creative ideas come out um and and we can talk about so that that's good i also of course get many questions on the technology you know how are we doing this how are we doing that what is the you know, the battery pack in them or the, the hybrid horsepower combination or whatever those questions are. Um, and how electrification, connectivity, uh, automation, how all those technologies will influence or change the maintenance of the machines, the, um, you know, the upkeep in the machine and ultimately the, the cost of ownership. And again, when you, you consider that these are first steps and first machines going out into the market, the TCO comparisons and the maintenance comparisons are actually very good. In all the testing, we're coming out superior to a lot of diesel machines because electrics have less moving parts. You know, it's plain and simple. Sure. Um, and what, to, again, to me is very exciting is the more and more we develop these and these are all connected machines so we're constantly monitoring what's going on in the machine in the electronics the lower and lower these cost of ownerships are going to go um, now they're expensive machines um, but the benefit of them is in the long term and what they can do that diesel conventional diesel machines can't do sure sure and, and we're I not by any stretch saying diesel are going to disappear because there's use of clean diesel, smart use of diesel machines or alternate fuels still has a place in the industry for the foreseeable future. But there's also a place for these new technologies to come in. Absolutely. So what do you see as both the opportunities and the potential challenges ahead for wider spread implementation of electrified equipment in construction? And, and what do you feel is the education that might be needed to be able to further its, accepts, its acceptance on construction job sites? So I think it, as we've talked about with the, the four major drivers, I think the electric machines and electrification in general and the new technologies of automation, you know, remote uh, operational machines and electrification are going to be a very big part of the solution uh, to the problems that are highlighted in these, in these drivers. Uh, so I could foresee, you know, the opportunity for jobs you know, as I talked about with the urbanization, there's going to be less people in the countryside having to deliver more product uh, to the cities, to the consumers. So that's going to take 
other changes in the industry like remote operations. So I could very easily see, you know, underground dangerous mining applications where a machine may be totally remote controlled. It's either working autonomously, so a computer controls it, or it's somebody sitting in a simulator in the office, you know, 100 miles away that is controlling this machine on site. Um, that's coming. We're experimenting with things like that, and I think that's part of the opportunity. The challenges, um, I think this is, as we go forward, a massive change in our businesses in particular, but across the industry as well, because the electric components are not necessarily the same suppliers that we use for diesel equipment. So entire new supply chains and companies are going to be coming up and coming into the market that produce these specialized components that we're going to need going forward. And especially when you start looking at automation, uh, at automotive and trucking industries where they have high volumes, we're already seeing these companies spring up and start to develop their own uh, supply chains for it. I think there's a, also a challenge in terms of the connectivity and the protocols that we're going to use, because if we start looking at the internet of things and all the connections that we're going to have, the wireless connections to machines and to different even systems in machines. Um, that's a huge task to organize that and to be able to take all the, the information coming in and organize it and use it in a smart way. Uh, otherwise, I mean, it's easy to gather information, but if you can't do anything smart with it, it's just a waste of time. So that's going to be a challenge as we develop that. The third and obvious thing is if we go into battery electrification of any kind, you're going to need charging infrastructure in the city, in the cities, in the urban settings to recharge these equipment or these trucks or the cars. Right. Um, and that we're seeing being developed. A number of cities have different initiatives that are developing their own charging infrastructure that we're going to have to make sure our equipment can plug into and use for its purposes as well. And then finally, the one that you brought up, which is very near and dear to my heart, is we need to educate and adapt our workforce to the new jobs and the new way of working that these changes are going to bring over the industry. And this, a lot of people are afraid of this, but I see this as a tremendous opportunity because the new jobs are going to be uh, safer, more comfortable, more productive, and use new technologies that the newer generations are very comfortable with and, and enjoy working with. So to me, it is an evolution um, that is very good and very positive for our industry going forward. Absolutely. And I think that there, as you say, there's, there are challenges there, but the opportunities seem pretty, pretty substantial and make this a very worthwhile endeavor. And it certainly seems like it has been for Volvo. Is there anything else on this particular topic that you'd like to, to mention, Ray, um, specific to what Volvo sees ahead for this, for electrification on construction sites? The, the only other thing I'd like to say, Becky, is this is just the beginning steps. You know, I, I mentioned that we've been working on this for 20 or 30 years, but in terms of technology development, industrial development, that that's a fraction of a, a minute type of thing. So, sure. you know, we're, we're very excited because this is a first step and the first step, you know, it's not that often that the first steps in a new technology 
prove out to be as viable and as exciting as this one seems to be. So, you know, to me, the next steps are going to be extremely exciting and extremely worthwhile uh, for us to take. So, you know, we think we're on the right path. We think we're looking forward to working with a number of different companies, forming partnerships to get the, the core technologies and core um competencies that we need but the future is very very bright for these these initiatives and these movements so well it sounds very bright and i'm really excited to see what bubble comes up with next and where the industry heads going forward so thank you so much ray for taking the time to join me today thank you very much for having me well that's all the time we have today thank you to our guest dr ray gallant of volvo construction equipment Tune in every Thursday for another episode of the Groundbreakers podcast by 4Construction Pros. Be sure to subscribe and share, and we'll break more ground together. Until next time.